hello, 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 hello. Welcome back to another episode of Your Success at Last. DNA, doing those necessary actions. Daily needed attitude adjustments. Whatever you want DNA to stand for. I'm your host, Tracy the Ace Brickman. Yep, that ace up your sleeve. So, how you been doing? Did you have a great week, good weekend? Man, I had a killer weekend. I went out and saw a good movie with dinner and good company. You know, sometimes it's um, it's just getting out and doing something a little different, you know? Breaking your habit. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that in a little bit. But, you know, getting out of your morning, maybe you get into a rut and you're just going ka-chunka, 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 ka-chunka through the same old routine. And then something or someone comes into your world and you're like, oh, man, it's a breath of fresh air. So, um, just Monday, right? And what comes with Monday? Ah, the Monday question. How do you feel? How do you feel? How do you feel? Right? You know, it's the latter part of the day. Maybe your work day is over. Maybe you're feeling a little bit better than you did when it started. Because I know some of you are like, oh, God, it's Monday. I don't want to go to work. And I don't know why that is. Maybe you should get a different job if you don't want to go to work, right? Hey, I'm not judging. I'm just saying. And the other part of that question is, how do you want to feel? And usually the answers to these two things are different for most people. Some people feel crappy, and they want to feel happy. So how do you go from crappy to happy? So that's why I ask you these questions. All right? That's why I ask all the questions throughout the course of the week. It's, uh, our premium members get uh, all five days, Monday through Friday, and then they get all seven days of the tips, Monday through Sunday. Uh, tip coming at them every day. And they're not the long... 15-minute shows. These are short little tidbits, but uh, here's what I'm going to be doing for you this week. It's going to be a free week for everybody. I want everyone to get this. And why would you be doing that, Tracy? Well, there's always a reason, right? Of course there is. This is a marketing extravaganza. Um, I'm coming out with some uh, new programs this weekend. I'm launching them, so I want to get you all listening. I want to give you a feel for what I'm giving all the premium members, and then I want to let you know about these cool little uh, bonuses are going to be going inside to the uh, paid members area that I'm going to be giving to my members for free. F-R-E-E, all right? But I'll tell you about that a little more in a bit. So, how do you feel? How do you want to feel? I want you to think about that. If you're driving to work right now, if you're driving home, if you're listening as you're on a treadmill, just think about how do I feel, right? I want to be an inventor. I'm sorry, I used to drop in the military. Anyway, but uh, think about how do you feel right now? Feeling crappy? Feeling happy? Whatever it is. And how do you want to feel? And how do you go from point A to point B? Right? That's what it's all about. This is pondering these things. Okay? So, um, before we get on talking about those habits I was talking about earlier, I want to give one more shameless plug um, about the cure for cancer. Right? There's a big Pelotonia bike ride coming up. And I'm doing the 50-mile leg of it out here in Columbus, Ohio, August 8th through the, I think it's 8th, 9th, and 10th, as a matter of fact, uh, the weekend of my birthday. How about that? I'm going to be riding 50 miles to raise some money for cancers for a great cause, going here out here to one of the cancer uh, facilities out here, one of the top cancer facilities in the nation. Uh, all the money goes straight to them. So 100% rider uh, donation generated uh, event. I mean, there's no extra, I mean, it's everything that's all about the riders doing. So all the folks like me that are getting on their bikes to ride are the ones that are bringing the money in for this for this event. So, you know, go to uh, uh, Pelotonia, that's P-E-L-O-T-O-N-I-A dot org, uh, 
backslash Tracy Brinkman, that's all one word, T-R-A-C-Y-B-R-I-N-K-M-A-N-N, and give, give a dollar, give five dollars, give ten, give a hundred dollars, whatever you want to give, whatever it is. Uh, it goes straight to them, I don't see any of it, it's not for me, this is, uh, this is my giving back kind of thing. So, alright, so we're talking about habits. And as you saw by the title, if you read it, it's uh, turning bad habits into good ones. You know, we all need to do that. And here's the thing. Bad habits can form without you even realizing, without you knowing it. And here's what's even worse about that is they can prove to be really difficult to break. And I've broken a few bad habits over the course of my time. Uh, smoked and gave it up twice. Uh, last time I gave it up, I gave it up for good, thank goodness. Um... There was, of course, there's been drugs in my life, there's been drinking in my life, uh, you know, there's been, oh, it's just, you know, just like you, there's a myriad of bad habits I've, I've gone through and gotten rid of, probably have a few more I can get rid of, and even to this day. I mean, I know procrastination on certain areas of my life is an awful one. Well, how can you teach about it? Well, because I've given up procrastination in some areas. I just need to keep tackling it in the areas where I need some enhancements, right? So, like I was saying, you know, a, a bad habit can form without you even knowing about it, and it can be a real bear to break. However, it's, it's, oh, here's what I find. It's always the first step that's the most difficult, right? It's that, that first step is just making the choice, right? Because once you get started, you can build momentum. You can build confidence. I'm going to remember the last time I gave up smoking, which was the last time I gave up smoking, right? My little girl, Talia, was, oh, what, probably almost two? I think she was almost two. She was one and a half. I know she wasn't one, but she wasn't quite two. And she came walking out of my bedroom. And at the time, I was uh, sharing a house in Southern California with my best friend, his wife, and their two kids. So there was uh, three adults and the three kids, and we made kind of our own little partridge family kind of thing. It was it was kind of cool. I've known I've known my best friend since I was 16. He was 14. A long time. We've known each other a long time. And uh, so anyway, my daughter Talia comes walking out of the bedroom as we're all sitting around just, you know, watching TV, just chewing the fat one weekend. And she has in her hand one of my cigarettes. And she's, you know, got it in the fingers, her little fingers, cute little fingers, holding a cigarette. And she's doing the hand motion like she was smoking a cigarette. And it was like, I, Daddy, oh my God. We want to talk about someone's heart falling to the floor. Now, mind you, at that point, I had been considering giving up smoking, saying, oh, yeah, I should give up smoking. It's not good for me. I have asthma. Makes me cough. Makes me wheeze. You know, during the spring and the fall, you know, my lungs just get lit up with the pollen and the smoking just adds to it. I really should, you know, you know, all the excuses everyone else in the world gives, I really should give up smoking, you know. And, but when I saw that, that was it. I just, I refused to be the hypocrite um, growing up telling my kids don't smoke while I had a cigarette in my hand, right? So, at that point, I put them away. Never smoked another cigarette. So it's that first step. And if you have a huge motivation like that, well, then that helps. If not, you can build momentum and confidence. You see, here's, the, here's what I'm getting at. With the proper focus and the willingness to succeed, you can find and you can overcome any bad habit. As I mentioned earlier, I had drugs in my life. Oh, my God, I had awful drugs in my life. That is a tough one to break. And for anybody who's been through a drug experience where you got hooked on something, and I, I don't care if it's pot or if it's speed or crack or 
or heroin or whatever it is. So thank God I can get in, get hooked on any of that really wicked stuff. Oh, I, I can't imagine what you could, what those folks have gone through. And I've read some of the books of the folks who have gone through it. You can overcome any bad habit. And then you can choose to replace that bad habit with a more positive one. And here's the thing I, want to, I, I really want to drive home. I don't even leave you with so much that you can choose to replace it. You're going to have to replace it. Because here's what happens psychologically and even physiologically. When you pull and stop doing a bad habit, bad habit A, you leave this void in there. In, in your psyche and your physiology that you need to replace with something else. Which is why I, I, I truly believe that so many people when they give up smoking start snacking and eating so they gain weight and that becomes a whole other problem, right? So you've got to pick something else um, positive to put in its place. So before you tackle the problem of replacing a bad habit with a good one, you'll need to be mentally prepared to detach yourself from the habit. So if I go back to my smoking example, when I saw that picture of my little girl walking out pretending to be me, right? I want to be like that, right? I want to be like Mike, right? I, I, was, I was clearly prepared, right? I was totally ready to detach myself from the habit. See, this mom, this, having that kind of strong mindset is going to allow you to tackle nearly anything. So you, you can't be like, oh, well, I should give up smoking. You've got to be, no, I am, I am bloody well giving up smoking now. Or I am going on that diet. I am going to lose those 5 pounds or those 10 pounds or those 50 pounds or whatever pounds it is, right? Or I am going to stop procrastinating. Or I'm going to become more action-oriented. It's probably the better way to put it, right? You want to spin everything positive, right? Here's a couple of tips to keep in mind as you um, prepare to transform your habits, right? First thing is I want you to get organized. I want you to figure out one bad habit you want to what what let's not call it a habit it's kind of a pattern right it's a pattern you light up you inhale you exhale right it's, it's a pattern what is what is the one pattern you want to break is it the bills come in and you leave until the end of the month and then you pay them but you really like to pay them when they come in okay well that's that's a pattern you want to break so um so now that you know so that's number one right get organized and figure out what bad pattern you want to break Number two is I want you to start small and break one habit or one pattern at a time. See, when you take on too much, you're going to overwhelm yourself and you're not setting yourself up for success at that point. Take on one at a time and start small. Say, hey, I want to do this. This is what I'm going to do, this one right here, right? And here's the, this is the key. Number three, this is the key right here. Decide that you truly want to change this pattern. If you don't want to change, guess what? You're going to get exactly what you want. There you go. And if you don't want to change, just stop. Don't even waste your time. And the last one here, here is don't judge yourself. And you're going to be your own worst critic. If you make a mistake, just get back out there and start trying. If you're trying to quit smoking and you did really good for a week and then something happened, you were out with your friends and Someone lit up and you took a hit off their cigarette or you lit up too? Well, don't, don't beat yourself up. Hey, you made it a week. That means the next time you can make it two weeks, right? Whatever it is. Don't overly judge yourself and just say, oh, forget it, I can't do it, right? So now, let's talk about the substitution. The key to permanently breaking your, your pattern, your habit, lies, as I mentioned earlier, in being able to replace it with a good one, right? So if you engage in a bad habit, 
and decide you're going to stop it entirely. That, that right there is incredibly tough. It might be okay for a little while. Man, just a week, ten days. For some of us, two days, right? Chances are you're going to find yourself falling right back into that old pattern. And it's going to happen probably a lot faster than you thought about. So you want to come up with some substitutions, like I said. And the substitutions can be anything. Anything that makes sense anyway, right? Um, uh, who knows? Let's, let's get crazy here for a minute. Uh, let's stick with the smoking since I mentioned it so quickly. Um, it's, uh, you can replace, Every time you get that urge to smoke, maybe you, I don't know, do a little exercise. Hey, what a double win there. Right? Exercise is really an excellent solution or substitution for a lot of bad habits because it can make you less likely to overeat. It can help you battle addictions, right? Like I mentioned, yeah, smoking is an addiction. And with exercise, instead of trying to refrain from addicting activities, you're actually actively releasing energy in other ways. I mean, you're really, not to mention, let's, let's just talk about all the positive effects that exercise has on your body. Right, increases your metabolism. Um, when your metabolism increases, it just it's, the brain juice is flowing better. I mean, let's just talk about win-win-win-win-win situation. Okay, enough about promoting exercise. We'll talk about that in a whole other program. Number two, being social and other excuses. I hear this a lot. Right? Oh, sometimes and. We're on bad habits. We only do them in social situations. And here's one of the things. Um, you go out on some of these, oh, what would you call them? Social websites. Oh, no, let me, let me back off. Social websites kind of really alludes to things like Pinterest and Facebook. Dating websites. We're going to meet people of the opposite sex. One of the options that's on there is are you a smoker? Yes, no, or only socially. I saw that for the first time. I thought, what? Right, if I'm, a, I'm either a smoker, yes, or I'm a smoker, no. Now, maybe I only smoke one cigarette a week, but to me, that's, you're a smoker. You smoke. So sometimes these bad habits only happen in social situations. Are you a drinker? Yes, no, or only socially. Um, okay, I'm not going to judge, right? I mean, I don't call myself a drinker, but I have a drink once in a blue moon. All right, so I'm a drinker. I just drink once in a blue moon. Right, so we are social creatures. Let's be honest, right? So this is the reason I'm even talking about it. But certainly, you don't want to let your being social in such ways that become detrimental to your health. And you can still be social with your friends and and new friends or old friends, and still keep your positive habits and avoid your bad patterns. Right? So you're going to want to change your routines to avoid the temptation until you get a little more solidified. And when you're feeling, okay, I'm really good. I, I, I pretty much broke my bad pattern. Now I can go out to that social environment that usually find myself smoking in. Usually find myself drinking too much in. Right? So I want you to put in the beginning, you're going to need to change your routines to avoid the temptation. Right? And the last one here, and that's a little tip for us substitutions is is really just taking action. Now, you, you can come up with other substitutions and solutions you can think of, right? They don't have to be conventional or from some textbook or from some guy on a podcast that you're listening to in your ears. But they do have to work for you as an individual. Okay? Now one of the things I did 
uh, when I quit smoking is um, I snacked. I did for the longest time. I started snacking. And then I started finding things that I could just chew on for lengths of time. Right? Gum was a good was a good solution. That one worked for quite a while. Um, and then there was, you know, just little things like you could get a piece of, for me, it was a, a piece of uh, tough jerky. You could just like tear a little strip off and just pop it in your mouth and just, just gnaw on it for a bit. It wasn't so much about eating it to for the pleasure of eating it, which you got, um, but just the, the gnawing, give my mouth that, that, that oral fixation thing of having that going on. So it worked for me. Would it work for you? Heck, I don't know. It might. But that's an idea. And it was avoiding the, I'm just going to keep snacking chips and, and whatever kind of snacking uh, because I was still had something going on in my mouth, but I wasn't, you know, uh, consuming lots of calories. So I was avoiding, was working through the avoiding of overeating piece of it. So, but it needs whatever, whatever action you take, whatever substitution you make, it's got to work for you. So strive to take that actions that, that will keep you on course, even after you maybe stumble. As I mentioned earlier, don't judge yourself and maybe try something new or keep on trying it. I mean, you've got to fail. Things are going to happen, right? Not everybody can break it right off the first gate. I know my dad did and he quit smoking and it took me two times. I gave up smoking and then I joined the military and started smoking again. Blah, 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 blah. Now, um, here's the thing. There's, there's needs that are being fulfilled by your current pattern, that bad habit, whatever that bad pattern is. And you're going to need to learn to fulfill your those same needs, whatever they are, at the core, inside you, physiologically, physically, mentally, whatever it is. There's some need that needs to be fulfilled. And you're going to need to find a way to fill that need in a healthy way. The chances are you developed that bad habit because of that underlying need, whatever it was way back when. Could have just started smoking because everyone else was doing it. You wanted to feel a part of the group. That was the need. So now, you identify this need, you can find positive ways to fulfill it. If you can be a part of the group by learning a few good jokes, guess what? There you go, right? If you can be a part of the group by just listening to your friends and, and, and offering sage advice, I don't know, maybe just listening. Sometimes people just want to be heard. And if you can really hear them with your ears and your mind and your heart, you maybe you can feel whatever that need is for you. And going off on the single smoking tangent, but I just want to share. All right, you might need to do a little soul searching in order to find what the true underlying cause for your bad habits are. And hey, there's nothing wrong with a little internal dialogue, a little internal soul searching. But if you have a bad habit, for example, of I don't know, grinding your teeth at night, you might want to ask yourself why. Right? Is it mental? Is it physical? If it's physical, well, get it checked out. Get it fixed. Um, taking action like wearing a mouth guard, hey, that's a good thing. That's a start. But that isn't going to replace. That's not going to fulfill that deep need. You might need to take some action to get to the root cause of that stress. Is it money stress? Is it relationship stress? Right? Are you worried about your marriage? Are you worried about your relationship with your kids? Are you worried about relationship at work? Right? Go address those stresses, and I guess. What might just happen? Maybe you'll stop grinding your teeth. And you can take the moth guard off. Huh? You might have to engage in a few... Mm, um, maybe you engage in many negative actions because you don't feel needed. You don't feel loved or wanted the way you think you deserve to be. Right? That could be the root problem that you're really ignoring. 
and you're masking the pain through other self-destructive habits, right? And if you keep masking them, you're not going to solve the problem. Instead, it's just going to sit there and it's going to fester and it's going to get worse and you're going to try the next level because you're doing the bad habit and it's not doing it anymore. So now you're going to do the bad habit more. You're going to do a, add another habit to it. It just becomes this negative downward spiral. So you might want to try, I mean, if you figure out that's what your, you, your need is, try discussing your concerns with, uh, I don't know, friends, right? a close friend, obviously, uh, your friends, uh, family, right? Uh, maybe a health professional, maybe a mental health professional. Hey, I, hey we all got to talk to someone sometime. I'm lucky enough, and I have two or three, well, I can say two, solidly, three um, is, is a good number, too. I have three people in my world that I know I can talk to and share just about everything. Two of them I can share everything. The third one, just about everything with, and get that that sage advice and sometimes they're just there they're just a sounding board and they know they just hey Tracy this needs to vent I'll just listen offer them a couple of you know pieces of advice and it's all good we all need that right and it's really great to flush your soul like that every once in a while right and heck who knows they may even come up with some really good advice to help you be proactive in solving it alright so I, I know I'm babbling on a bit but I really want to drive this home that Bad habits can be broken, but they can't just be yanked away and left to leave this this gaping void in your soul or in your in your psyche or in your in your physiological being. You've got to replace it with something. So I want you to go in with a replacement and make it a positive replacement that will benefit you in more ways than once. And you can do that. You can just follow some of the tips I've given you up above, right? Turn some of the bad habits into good ones. It's going to take a little time. Yeah, it's going to take a little effort. But I guarantee you that the benefits are going to make you happier and healthier and help you think more successfully, as I always say. So, what I want you to do is uh, I'll go to the website, yoursuccessatlast.com. And about the middle of the website, you're going to see the big banner over there. and You know, the 10 ways um, banner that's going to be up there. It's going to be, that's getting ready to come down. I'm going to be replacing that this weekend with the launch of the new program. So go there, sign up for that now. It's just a free you know, series of emails. It's a little ebook. You're going to get it. So we can give you 10 ways to be uh, more successful. 10 tips you need to be successful. Right? Um, and, and what's going to happen is I'm going to share with you over the course of the week on the new programs. It's actually it's like five programs. One's going to be a goal setting program, and then we're going to uh, share with you a champion mindset. We're going to give you tips every week about how to maintain that mindset. Here's the thing about personal development. It isn't a binge and purge environment. You can't go in there. You can go to one of those great seminars. And we know all the people, the Tonys and the Ziggs and the Jims and the and the Chris's and the, the Johns and the Janes and the Joes and the Jillians that give these wonderful seminars. People come out of there pumped up ready to take on the world. And then over the course of the next month that that motivation kind of ebbs away. You need to get this ongoing. It's like Zig Ziglar used to say, you know, it's like you don't have to bathe every day. But if you want to be clean, it might be good, right? Right. So the motivation is the same way. And I know I just messed up that quote entirely, but you get the idea. Um, you're going to want to re-motivate yourself on a regular basis. That's why I put this show, these shows out 
Monday through Friday, so you get them every single day, that little oomph to keep you going, right? Well, these programs are going to be the same way. The 365 goal system is weekly. We're going to give you, remind you of your goals. We're going to give you these all these great ideas about meeting your goals, help you set them up, help them set them up, uh, set yourself up for success. And we're going to the championship mindset. We're going to help you get inside your head uh, on a weekly basis, give you something every week to help foster that mindset to help you be everything you want to be. And then we're going to talk about the winning ways. This is going to be a, a monthly, 12, 12 months. And once a month, we're going to talk about a very specific uh, area of becoming a winner. And we're going to start, obviously, the first month, we're going to talk about goals. So we're going to get some about goals. Everything kind of spins off goals. If you listen to one show, you've listened to a hundred of them, you know I very much proponent of goals. So uh, the winning way starts with goals, and we start talking about giving back. And we talk about you know your uh, your the people around you and persistence and perseverance and all that good stuff, right? And then we're going to talk about the law of attraction. This is the seventeen week program, just really digging into not just the law of attraction as you've seen it on The Secret. We're going to go really the whole length and breadth of it. What's it all about? And then I want to give you. Some productivity hacks. This is a gold mine all by itself. It's it really how these. It's about 16 different tips, and each one of the. I don't want to say a single tip. I'm talking about uh, each one of these is like a 40-page ebook of productivity tips to really help you be more productive at home, in your relationship, at work, financially, uh, physically. All these different little tips help you get more done and be more successful. That's what we all want, right? We just want to be more successful. And whatever success means to you, right, that could be more money. It could be more friends. It could be, I don't know, more world renowned. Whatever it is to you that works for you, that's what I want for you. And so I kind of set up all these programs to kind of feed into each other and feed off of each other and support one another, create this foundation um, of all these success ideas that I'm going to drip feed to you over the course of weeks and months so that you can you know, get glean from what you need out of it and say, hey, that was a great idea. I'm going to use that idea and I'm going to become what I want to be. All right. So that's all coming at you this weekend. So I'm going to give you all this free all this week. Get a few for it. And then my goofy zaniness, my little bit of craziness. And if it's for you, cool. If not, well, thanks for listening. And with that, I'm going to leave you as I always do. Think successfully. Take action. Come on back tomorrow, and what are we going to talk about? Oh, it's going to be a surprise. How about that? I'm going to surprise you tomorrow. I think we're going to go into uh, some a little bit of the nuggets of the some of the winning ways, some of the championship mindsets, and some of the productivity hacks. I'm going to give you sneak peeks inside of those over the course of this week, so you're going to want to listen. So I'm going to give you an idea of what's coming at you this weekend. Think successfully. Take action. Bye bye. Catch you tomorrow.